someone who has an ad with a higher score is going to pay less for their clicks than someone with an equal ad with a lower quality score, just because it's enhancing the user experience. Google wants people to get what it is they're searching for. They want it to be relevant. They want it to be a a great experience. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your business? Then welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast, helping home professionals and luxury brands accelerate their success with proven marketing strategies and expert industry practices. Now, here's your host, Darla Powell. Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the Grand High Poobah of all things at Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. And today's show is a solo show by yours truly, And we are going to talk about Google Ads. Google Ads, pay-per-click situation for your interior design business. I recently did a webinar on this subject at the invitation of my friend Luann Nigera of A Well-Designed Business Podcast. Thank you, Luann. And I had a little light bulb go off in my head that we haven't really done a show like this on the podcast. So there are a lot of terrific questions at the webinar for Exciting Windows. I did that for her. So thank you for those who attended that. And I thought I would just go over some of the basics, some of the things that you need to be making sure that your Google ads people or that you're doing yourself in order to make your ads more effective and to stand out among your competition or competition that's bigger and has more of a budget than you. So there's going to be some things that I'm going to go over here that you probably didn't even know that you didn't know. And remember, if this is all too confusing or sounds like I'm talking in Swahili, you can always go to the show notes at wingnutsocial.com slash podcast. This is episode 256. Yes. And take a look-see right there. But before we get in to the Google Ads episode, we have some housekeeping. Don't forget, this March 24th at 11 a.m., Wingnut webinars are hosting the fabulous Stacey Martin of The Fresh Maker Design where she will be walking us through her fabulous method for getting a 95% approval rating from her design clients when she does a design presentation. Very little kickback, very little, I'm not sure, can I get a fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, twelfth option? No more of that. You're going to want to go to wingnutsocial.com slash webinar and register for that. It's going to be absolutely free. And if you missed Stacey Martin's excellent episode number 250, go back and take a listen. Super, super good. Very well received. Again, that's March 24th at 11 a.m. wingnutsocial.com slash webinar. If for some reason you cannot make it, go ahead and register so you can be sure to catch the replay. wingnutsocial.com slash webinar. All right, before I get into all about Google Ads for you guys, y'all know what time it is. It's time for mini news, mini news sesh. Yeah. All right. This week, we welcome back Alicia McAfee, social media manager extraordinaire at Wingnut Social. And Alicia, we are talking about LinkedIn today. LinkedIn still exists. We never talk about LinkedIn. I know. It still exists. I promise it does. We always talk about Instagram for obvious reasons, but it is still important. So we are talking about LinkedIn today. All right. So what is new with the LinkedIn? They always have where you can put your job on your profile, obviously, with descriptions of what you do. 
And now they added a feature where you can add if you've had career breaks. So I think that's pretty interesting. You mean so like if there's like a gap in your resume, like, you know, if you take those gap years, you can put in there a little reason or something for that or what was going on there instead of employers thinking, oh, this is a job they don't want us to know about. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you can put Whether you were traveling, you just took a gap year, you took some time off for caregiving, you're a new parent, you moved, anything. They have a ton of different reasons for their career gap. I think it's going to really help because LinkedIn actually did a study and they found out that 62% of workers had actually taken a career break. And out of the recruiters that they interviewed, 56% of them said that they were not willing to call these people back without knowing what the reason was. I have to say, I'm raising my hand here. I'm a little bit guilty of that. When I put out employee ads for Wingnut, if I see a a huge gap there with no explanation, I'm less likely to call them back. That's true. That's, That's a cool idea. Because a lot of people, especially after the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were laid off or they just took some time because the pandemic was hard. So I think that bringing people back into the workforce, everyone's coming back now, you know, there's a ton of people looking for jobs. And I think that having this is going to really help them. And LinkedIn is trying to kind of switch gears and help people see that people who have career gaps are vital to be employees, you know, that they're people too. (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot. So if you're looking for your interior designer out there, if you're doing hiring, or if you're looking for a job in interior design, take advantage of that LinkedIn career break feature there on your, your professional profile. Alicia, thank you again. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Mini news sesh. Yeah. All right, let's get into Google ads. I want to talk a little bit about pay-per-click in how it relates to Google ads. You may be doing them. You may have seen them. You know what they are when you go to put something in the search engine before you get the search engine response page in an organic way. The first four or five hits up there are going to say in uh, bold little letters, ad, and it'll be an advertiser that has something to do, hopefully, related to the topic that you've typed in. And they're paying to get to the very top of the page, or they're paying to get higher up in the rankings on Google. And the good thing about Google ads versus say a natural search engine optimization strategy or SEO is that it's a quick cut in the line to get to the first or second page of Google versus doing organic SEO. Now, search engine optimization, of course, if you don't know what that is, you can go search our catalog. There's We've had a couple of really good episodes about search engine optimization. But basically, in a nutshell, it is the your website health, how it's keyworded, what words do you have on your website to where someone in your area is typing in interior designer in Philadelphia or a home stager in Orlando, Florida, or any particular little idiosyncrasies of your business that you want to be found for, if they're typing that in Google, we're going to say Google, there's a million search engines. Are you popping up? Is your website popping up on the, and the SEO health of your website will determine that in an organic way, but to do search engine optimization well, to do it ongoing, which you have to do it ongoing on your website is a time 
consuming process. And if you don't know what you're doing, it can be quite an investment. It definitely pays off, but it it's not overnight. It, it can take a year or more to really start seeing the traction from your organic Google SEO optimization campaigns on your website. You have to do it. It's a necessary evil. I'm not saying don't do it. But what we have here now is you can come in while you're doing all this organic search engine optimization on your website to get found for what you want clients to, to find you for is you can skip the line a little bit in the meanwhile and even afterwards and do some paid Google ads. Okay, now there's several types of Google ads, but for the purposes of what I'm going to talk about today, we're just going to talk about the search ad. A lot of what I'm going to say applies to to all of them, but just for simplicity's sake. So when you go and you type in Susan McNuggets interior designer or interior designer in Austin, Texas, if you're a design firm there, it's very difficult to get to the top of Google search organically without doing the aforementioned very difficult work in search engine optimization. But with a paid ad for the right amount of money, and if it's structured in the right way, you can show up on the first page or top or second, you can really dial that in. So even if you're showing up number one in an organic search, you're going to still above your name, above your business, have some of the other people's paid ads on there, have some of the shopping ads, maybe even have a map results up there before you show up in organic search, even if you're number freaking one. So ads are a really, really good way to make sure that you're just beating that out. You're staying on top of that. Okay, so the benefit of doing a search ad is they look just like normal search results with the exception of that little AD in the upper left-hand corner of the ad. And you can control exactly what your audience sees with what's called ad extensions. Okay, what are ad extensions? So if you pull up your website or, or do a search, type in, you know, Susan McNuggets Interiors on your website, you should see at the very top of those search results, your website, you should see what are called the little extensions. So it'll be your headline and underneath it, like, so for example, if I pull up wingnutsocial.com, the headline after several paid ads, which one of them happens to be ours, which is another strategy I'll tell you about. Marketing for interior designers, wingnut social. And then underneath that are different little categories, which are called the site extensions. And this is, I'm talking about the organic ones now. And our site extensions will say podcast, social media marketing agency, about our firm, what's happening, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what Google is doing is they're searching the organic copy of our website, Wingnut Social, and they're making these ad extensions how they see fit. That is part of the organic SEO. But what you can do when you place a Google ad and you put money behind it and you're building your ad is you can actually dictate what these ad extensions are going to be. So right now, if I placed an ad for Wingnut Social, Marketing for Interior Designers, I don't really want the what's happening site extension showing up on my ad. I don't really want all episodes showing up on my ad. I don't really want head wingnut Darla Powell showing up on my ad. No one cares. I want to have our services, how we help, 
podcast, number one rated this, that, or the other, right? Because I want people when seeing the ad really be pulled in to go to the website and to book business, to book a lead or to talk about their social media marketing. So that's something that you can absolutely do when you're doing Google ads as part of your strategy. And you need to make sure that whoever's running it are adding the extensions in there. And you will see that setting under there when you're creating a new ad for the extensions are so important because the name of the game is taking up the most real estate. You can have just one line and a little quick description, but that's not going to get as many eyes on your ad as is if you have the headline and you have the little subcategories that are excitedly worded with the description. So that's the first thing you want to do is make sure that you have extensions, but there's different types of extensions. You have a phone number extension you can add on that, which will show the phone number plainly in your ad, which I don't like to push for for me because no one really likes to make phone calls anymore. They like to email or text, but still you, you have that option there to put in one of your ad extensions. The next extension would be a location extension. And this is super important if your main traffic, if you're relying on your local clientele, local traffic to find your interior design firm, if you're not like a nationwide kind of situation there, and then that's going to be a separate thing to show up. You'll show up on there and they'll know that you're a local business. So not only do these site link extensions help you take up some real estate on the search engine results page, but they also help you get more qualified leads because they're giving them more information just at first glance. And if it applies, they're going to click on it. If it doesn't apply, they're going to move on. And that's what we want. All right. The next extension, which is super important, surprisingly, very few businesses use this. I don't know why, but especially in the interior design industry, it's it's crazy important is the image extension. And basically what you're doing is in the search page when your ad shows up, sometimes you'll see like that little square image to the right with an interesting image just helps your ad to stand out among your competition. And it's so surprising that more people aren't doing this. And you don't have to have an interior design firm or something beautiful on there to display, although that's super helpful. But if you have a marketing agency, you can put some information there or just a nice graphic, anything that's going to help stand out and separate you from your competition, separate you from the rest, make your ad more interesting. So Google says, oh, this ad's super interesting. People are clicking on it. Let's show it more often. Because it's not even just, I'm paying $10 for an ad and my competition's paying $9 for an ad. I'm going to get seen before my competition. No, Google's also looking at the quality of your ad. If you need help with your search engine optimization for your interior design firm, look no further than wingnutsocial.com. Yes, we also have search engine optimization services. And one of our most popular is the, what used to be known as Google My Business is now Google Business Profile. And it is one of the best kept secrets in all of Googledom and is super important as part of your marketing strategy to attract local clients. If you're an interior designer and you really rely on local traffic, picking up the phone and calling you for services, if you don't have your Google Business Profile set up and optimized, you're leaving so much money on the table and the competitors that do have that set up are getting the clients ahead of you. I am here to tell you. If you want to find out more information about our search engine optimization services on page, off page, Google business, you name it, head on over to wingnutsocial.com and check out our services. That's wingnutsocial.com. 
All right, keywords. I did mention keywords. So you want to make sure that your keywords in your ads are words that people are typing in that you want to be discovered for. Interior designer, Miami. Miami interior designer. Miami kitchen and bath renovation. All these words that you want to be discovered for that you want to work with need to be in your ad. Leave out superfluous words like, I'm the most luxurious designer and I wear you know, only cheetah skin (laughs) and high heels and I'm going to bathe you in the luxury of, you know, no, no, leave that kind of stuff out. You want to keep the keywords in your ad very straightforward and you want to repeat your keywords. If you have a keyword in your title, like for example, Hunter Douglas luxury window covering store would be your title to your ad, then when you start writing your description, you want to repeat that. You want to repeat window coverings. You want to repeat window treatments. You want to repeat interior design. You want to make sure that those keywords are repeated in there and that you're listing some of the keywords of your services that you offer that you, again, want to be found for. So how do I find keywords, Darla? That's that's really, um sounds kind of difficult. No, not really. When you go in there and you start scheduling your ads, Google has a keyword planner, actually. If you go up to the top of your Google ads and you click on tools, you'll see it. And you can look, you can see how many people are searching for any given keyword at a time. And if it's too low, like if it's only 10 or 20 people searching that up for a month, Google won't even bother showing it. So it's good to get in there, do the keyword planner, look and see how many people people are searching for it, you can see how impactful that's going to be. Okay, so remember when I was talking before about, you know, it's not just uh, oranges to oranges as far as who's going to show where on the page. There's such a thing called ad rank, where you rank on the results page. It can be bid on. You can outbid a higher quality ad if you're really willing to shell out a lot of money. But there's a few factors that Google takes into consideration when determining the quality of your ad. And of course, the goal is to get to the number one spot or as close as possible to it with your ad rank. So here are what goes into that. Google has what's called a quality score. Your quality score determines how much you have to pay for your ad and how often your ad will be shown, if at all. So a higher quality score or someone who has an ad with a higher score is going to pay less for their clicks than someone with, say, for all intents and purposes, an equal ad with a lower quality score just because it's enhancing the user experience. Google wants people to get what it is they're searching for. They want it to be relevant. They want it to be a a great experience. And if that means selling your ad or showing your ad at $10 versus someone else at $20 or $15, that because their experience is better, they're going to weigh that out. They're going to measure that out. So if you do have a lower quality score for the quality of your ad, you'll pay more to get that same exposure. So, okay, fine. Darla, I have no idea what you're talking about. So here's what goes into making a good quality score for your Google ads. You have to make sure that the link, that the landing page that your ad is going to loads fast. (laughs) It can't be slow. If it loads slow, Google is going to give you a little papal and it's going to lower your quality score. But not only does it need to load fast, it needs to be relevant. 
It can't be, oh, here's uh, my podcast or here's my kitchen design. And then when someone clicks on your link, it goes to a picture of about me and, you know, and a picture of you or your dog or here's the services page. No, no, no. You want them to go to exactly what it is that you're saying in your ad. That is going to raise your quality score. So the relevance of your ad to the keywords that you've put in your ad is super, super important for quality score. If someone searches for Orlando interior designer, the first ads shown are not going to be Dallas interior designer. So make sure that everything is uh, jiving there. So the most, one of the most important, actually the most important aspect of your Google ads when you're tracking the metrics is what's called the click-through rate. And what that is, is how many people clicked on your ad versus how many people saw your ad. The average click-through rate for the home industry, for home goods, uh, shelter kind of businesses, home shelter kind of businesses is 1.79. So that means out of every 100 impressions, 100 people that saw it, 1.79 of them are clicking on your ad. So the Google algorithm is always learning. And if you have a lot of people clicking on your ad, Google is going to give you a higher quality score as well, because that is telling them that this ad is showing up for exactly what this person is searching for. And this person who did this ad is doing a really good job and it's creating a terrific user experience. Let's show it more often. And when you achieve this Google ad nirvana, you're actually going to save money because you're going to pay less per click. Okay. And last but not least in this short episode, be very specific. Don't try to rank for something generic or something with a lot of competition. Be really, really laser focused on what it is that you do, what your positioning is, what differentiates you from your competition. That's reasonably searchable, not something so niche that it's not even going to show up in a search. And that takes some research that takes getting in there, doing the keyword research. When you go to the Google ads, it's a lot of work actually, but it can be very, very lucrative when done right. So if you want to differentiate yourself or if you want to compete with some of the, maybe the larger agencies or the people that have a bigger budget for their Google ads that are just banging out the ads, no matter the cost or the quality, which can happen. I mean, if someone's spending a bajillion dollars on it, Google's not going to ignore that. Really get specific into the, the business of what you offer versus what they have. If you're more of a boutique curated luxury, but if that is more the experience of your firm, articulate that in a keywordable way so people can find that and see, oh, they're different. They're not so huge. I'm going to get special treatment here. Or if you're larger and you want to compete with another large firm, make sure that you put in there what differentiates you, that you're not so large that you're customer service or gets lost or that things aren't taking forever, that you're fully staffed, whatever it is that applies to you in your market. And if you're a kitchen and bath designer, don't put interior designer, don't put decor, don't, it's it's similar to social media. You're not going to show yourself fluffing pillows on your Instagram account if you want to design bathrooms. I realize this is a little bit heady and it's a little bit... If you're not familiar with Google ads, it's a little bit (laughs) to take in, but if nothing else, if you just listen to this and you go to your marketing company, or if you go to your ad manager, if you go to the person in your firm that is responsible for this, say, Hey, do we have ad extensions for our Google ads? Do we have an image extension? Is it keyworded properly? Are, Are we being found when someone types in 
these specific things that we want to be found for, is that even worded in our copy? Just so you know what it is to look for. If this is something that you'd like me to do a webinar on in our monthly wingnut webinars, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to show you because uh, there's a, so much, there's so much to learn with Google Ads that this is an audio podcast that really needs to be demonstrated in a visual kind of way. And also, I have been thinking about offering this as a course for Wingnut Academy when that launches, and that should be launching in beta in early May, God willing, fingers crossed. So that being said, so Google ads are great. They're a great band-aid. They get you out there to the first page. They can get you out there to the second page. It does. It is a steep learning curve to get in there to learn how to do them, but they're very, very, very well worth it. And they are a nice complement to your social media marketing funnel, your email funnels, and your organic SEO. But do not forget your organic SEO because remember that quality rating that Google wants to give you for your ads? Part of that, again, is your website. How healthy is it? Is the SEO really, really good on the website? Is it relevant to the ad that you're putting out? That has to jive and that's part of your quality ranking there and will save you money in the long run. All right. That's it for today, my solo show. If you need help with your marketing, your Google ads, or even search engine optimization for your interior design firm, you know where to look, wingnutsocial.com. We are happy to help you out. In the meantime, remember to get out there, get uncomfortable, and be great. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next week for more business and marketing info and insightful interviews with industry experts and design superstars. Can't wait? Then head on over to wingnutsocial.com for more great content to help you get your business to the next level. didn't even know that you didn't know. The life of a dog owner. Okay. Oh, that's what it was. Amazon Prime. What did they deliver? Did I order something? Ah. The dogs hate the Amazon guy. <laughs> Good boy, Mango.